Thank you for tuning in to WQPH 89.3 FM, Shirley Fitchburg, Queen of Perpetual Help. Welcome to another edition of WQPH's Local Matters. And on this week's broadcast, we bring you our own Marianne, who is interviewing a returning guest, Vicki Schreiner. And she is from the Holy Face. And joining her is Mike Ferrigno and Ned. And they are both from the Fatima Shrine in Brighton, Massachusetts. They're also here to tell you about a few upcoming events that you should consider attending. The Memorare. Most gracious Virgin Mary, never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, we fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, our Mother. To you do we come, before you we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not our petitions, but in your mercy hear and answer us. Amen. Thank you. So welcome everyone. You just tuned in to another edition of Local Matters. And also, these comments you're going to be hearing and great illuminations from some wonderful devoted Holy Face people is going to be aired on WSFI in Chicago. So our first guest is no stranger to here, Vicki Schreiner. Hello, everyone. I'm glad to be here. When was the last time you were here? Oh, goodness. Seems like it was just there last week. Right. But I know it was back in the summer. So, yes, it was in August. It was yeah. in August. August I think, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now we have two wonderful guests that do unbelievable work at the Fatima Shrine. One you just heard say the Memorari, Mike. Hello, I'm Mike Frigno. Um, I'm associated with the Fatima Shrine in uh, Boston, actually Brighton, a suburb of Boston. And I'm uh, here with Ned, our Vice President. He's Ned Green. Ned he Green. Can, he can introduce How you himself. Doing? Good to be here. Thank you for having us. Yes, they, they are just pillars of fire and keeping the light burning there at that Fatima Shrine, always doing these wonderful masses, prayer groups that you bring in there. And so, Vicki, you visited there. Do you remember that day? Yes, it was wonderful. I was very moved by your location and the building itself with all the windows. It was just amazing and very prayerful and very moving. Um, if you want to open your heart, that's a wonderful place to go. Exactly, and we were so happy that you got to go there and see the hard work that they do. That is not a job for someone who wants to go golfing every day, right? <laughs> true men, true men. And you, Vicki, you are incredible. <clears throat> I know you're coming back here, but you first go into Chicago area. Tell us about your trip there. Where are you going? Yeah, I'm going to be in the Rockford Diocese this time. This will be my fourth trip back to Chicago to do churches in Chicago. I will be at St. Catherine's Church in Dundee Monday, March 20th. That will be at 6.30 p.m. I know I will be the evening before at St. Patrick's in McHenry. Um, that will be at 6 o'clock p.m. on Sunday night, March 19th. There's also a couple other churches, probably three more churches, actually, that I'll be doing while I'm there. But we haven't pinned down which afternoon and what time. Right. So one will be, I believe, in Volo. Okay, but you post these dates on your website. Where yeah. you're going to be? 
Okay, yes. so if uh, Vicki, could you give your website address? My website is www.holyfaceadoration.com. Beautiful. And I think maybe we should pause right now and do a prayer to the Holy Face. Do you have one there, Mike? Holy Face prayers. And you know, on the 21st, which is Mardi Gras Day, that is the feast of the Holy Face of Jesus. Was and, that right? Yes. And I feel so sad that we have a hard time getting masses of reparation for that day, particularly Mardi Gras, Ooh. when the most sin happens yeah. in local places, right? So we have asked priests. Um, I met through Angela on the phone, a wonderful priest who wrote the book, The Secret of the Holy Face, and he knows you very well, Vicki, right? Father Kearney, no, I haven't spoken with Father Kearney yet. Right, but he knows of your work. Yes, he, he knows does. of your work, so I think he appreciates your work. So he was saying... Oh, and I appreciate his. I mean, right. it's amazing. When he called me, I said, could we ask other priests to do a massive reparation to the Holy Face of Jesus? And he said yes, and he gave me the liberty to print it from his book. Right now we have 18 priests that are going to do 10 masses. They don't have to be in a row in reparation to the holy face of Jesus. I don't want to tell you this, but we have a bad thing coming to Boston here in April, and we hope it's all gone before you get here. So let's do that prayer. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess it's on page 23. I adore thee profoundly, O my Jesus. I adore thee profoundly, O my Jesus. I acknowledge thy presence in the blessed sacrament. And by this act of adoration, I atone for the carelessness of many Christians who do not honor Sundays and holy days of obligation, profaning your holy law by not keeping the Sabbath holy. I offer reparation to God the Father for such coldness by offering thy most holy face disfigured by our sins, yet so precious, beautiful, and alluring, deserving to be worshipped and adored. I repeat a thousand times with true recollection of spirit, saying again and again, with my heart full of devotion, O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. Beautiful. And would you like to share what's going to happen in Boston, briefly? Yeah, I guess there's going to be what they're calling a Satan Con in April, April 28th through the 30th. I guess it's some type of uh, convention. It's being promoted as a weekend of blasphemy and remembrance in Boston. Uh, So the theme of the convention, I guess, is this Hexenach in Boston or Witch's Night, which is an ancient German holiday that occurs annually on April 30th. It sounds quite kind of crazy here. But it's this group, the Satanic Temple, based out of Salem, Massachusetts, I guess, who's sponsoring this. So they're fighting for their First Amendment rights, apparently, or something. I don't know. And what, what do those include? <laughs> what do they say it includes? I, I, I'm, I'm not quite sure, but it's, uh, <laughs> to me, it, it sounds crazy. But they're saying there's, they claim that there's 2,500 members in the Boston area. So, oh, that breaks my heart. Yeah, I doubt it. I, they're probably uh, yeah, exaggerating, I, Vicky. But they're targeting the mayor, too, of Boston, yeah. which I found kind of interesting, uh, Mayor Michelle Wu, because of her unconstitutional efforts to keep them out of Boston's public spaces. But I guess so this is a private 
convention, I guess, being in a hotel down at the waterfront down there, I guess, in Boston. Right. But, Vicki, you know, that's one reason we're all <coughs> here tonight, because, and the Holy Spirit's here, because we can't be afraid of the dark, right? What does the Lord say? Yeah. What does the Lord say? What does he tell us when we're confronted with evil about fear? Be fear. not afraid, he says. Be not afraid. Be mm. not afraid. But the angels say as well, right? Right. And so your coming here is going to clean up whatever damage could have happened. That's the way I'm looking at it. You're planning to come here hopefully in May. And I think if we get enough of these holy face prayers prayed by people, yeah. especially with the one that I love, the chaplain, what is that refrain? Arise, Arise, O Lord, and let the enemies be scattered. And let them that hate thee flee from before thy face. Amen. Yeah, amen. amen. And Jesus gave us those words for the chaplet. Yeah. So he revealed the chaplet to Sister Mary of St. Peter. So we're so blessed. Yeah, Vicki, I think the Lord told her, or it's church teaching, that that scriptural passage is the one that's hated the most by the devil. Right, right. Out of all the scriptural passages, he hates that one the right. most. So we that's need, the one we need, that the devil We need to honor more of your chaplets. Yeah. And your and your beads, I'm I'm all out of them, Vicky. If yeah. now he's convincing okay. <laughs> me that this is an action point. Yeah. We work on them twenty four seven. So God we'll bless you. you more, Marianne. Vicky, do you remember how I think I contacted you for the beads, right? A long time ago? Long time ago, yeah. I don't yeah. know who and referred me to you. Connected. Yeah. I don't know who referred me to you, but I'm glad I found you. Because I wouldn't have found her you, if you didn't find her. Yeah. Right? Well, I thought Mike found me first through my Etsy shop. Yes. And I contacted you that way. Yes. And then I got your number, Marianne, and, and we got connected. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was the my Etsy, Etsy shop. My Etsy shop, yeah. I have available the chaplets and Holy Face 8x10s eight, eight yeah. and Holy Face 5x7s and medals and prayer cards, everything you need. The thing I like to pass on to people is that no profit is made on Holy Face items for your beads and prayer materials. That money that's collected is, we consider a donation fee, and it goes directly back into my apostolate and to get more beads because we make them by hand and to help defray my excessive printing costs for the thousands and thousands of Holy Face literature that I send out. Sure. God bless you. Vicki, can you, Marianne, can we just ask her to give a quick synopsis of the Holy Face and the devotion, how it came about, so the sure. listeners can know how powerful it is and how apropos it is at this, this stage in history? Good point. Yeah, our Lord actually revealed the Holy Face devotion to Sister Mary of St. Peter, and that's what she dedicated the rest of her life to, which, of course, she had a short life, but every moment she lived dedicated to our Lord's desire that this devotion become a reality. And then in 1849, a miracle took place at St. Peter's with St. Veronica's veil that was out for veneration. That was in the Vatican in Rome, right? It was in St. Peter's in Rome, right. on St. Peter's Basilica. Yeah. 
And for three hours, the image on the veil, which had always been very faint and barely visible, for three hours, it became distinctive and lifelike, and it had a glowing light, glowing aura around it. And the eyes were deep sunken and full of pain. And they rang the bells of the basilica. The cannons rang the bells to let people know something is going on. So hundreds of people came to see what was happening. So hundreds got to witness this miracle. And that evening, the Pope had images of the veil image put on holy linen, and they were touched to the three instruments of our Lord's Passion, to Veronica's veil, touched to the wood of the cross, and touched to the spear that pierced Christ's side, and then they were sent out into the world for veneration. And this continued for, oh, about, I want to say about 60 years, in might be more than that. I haven't done the math. Where on the anniversary of the miracle, the Pope would have another set of images made, touched to the instruments of our Lord's Passion, and sent out into the world for veneration. And it was later that this Holy Face devotion finally became a reality as our Lord desired. It was after Sister Mary passed away, and Leo DuPont took up the reins for her. He was a good friend of hers, and he took up the reins, and he had a holy face image in his parlor, and thousands of healing miracles took place in front of that image, from people venerating that image. And it finally became an arch confraternity of the holy face, as our Lord desired. Vicki, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I think, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, more miracles took place in front of that image and uh, Mr. DuPont's house than anywhere else in all of recorded Christianity. I haven't heard that, but I would have to agree with it because of the thousands of miracles that happened and still continue to happen there today. You can still go venerate that same Holy Face image at the Oratory of the Holy Face in Tours, France. Um, I know one of the good people that has contacted me through Etsy is there right now, and she was so excited to be able to actually go in person. And I told her I would pray for her because I know it's going to be such a moving and spiritual time for her. And I pray that one day I'll be able to go. Is it true, Vicki, that you actually have one of those images? Yes, I do. And that's how I started my apostolate almost seven years ago now, six, a little over six and a half years ago. We discovered our holy face relic when we put my aunt into a nursing home. We unburied it from a closet and we had no idea what it was. And when I started doing all the research and discovered what it was, I just dropped to my knees and cried. Um, and I asked our family's permission to be guardian of this holy relic 
so that I could travel and teach this beautiful devotion. But the certificate of authenticity that is on the back verifies that it has been touched to the three instruments of our Lord's Passion. Wow, beautiful. Just, I mean, you can feel it when you are in the presence of it. You can feel our Lord there. It is. It's truly amazing. And so I quit my full-time job and do this full-time. I used to be an artist for licensing, which I had been doing for almost 20 years. And I knew in my heart that this was more important and that this was something that had to be done. And Vicki, what was the devotion and the prayers that the Lord asked attached with uh, his holy face? And what was the purpose for the devotion and the prayers? Well, he revealed to Sister Mary of St. Peter what he wanted, prayed daily for this devotion in front of his eternal face. He said that the main prayer, and he gave this prayer, this was one of the first revelations that he gave to Sister Mary, actually, was the Golden Arrow Prayer. He said this prayer was to be said every day in front of his holy face. Um, And he recited the prayer to her, and she wrote it down word for word. The Golden Arrow Prayer is, May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most incomprehensible and unutterable name of God be always praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and in the hells, by all the creatures of God, and by the sacred heart of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen. Praise God. We want that to be said, plus one Our Father, one Hail Mary, one Glory Be. Those are to be said every day, and then on Sundays, and on Holy Days of Obligation, he asks that we add the litany of the Holy Face. And what about the chaplet? Where does that come in, the chaplet to the Holy Face? The chaplet of the Holy Face is for also for the reparation of sin. Um, it is to ward off evil. It is another revelation that our Lord gave to Sister Mary. It's amazing. It's a very powerful chaplet. Oh, it's, it's very easy to say. It only takes about 10 minutes mm-hmm. in honor of the five senses of our Lord. And all he suffered through those senses on the day of his passion. And it is truly to ward off evil. Um, like we said, on the main prayer to be said on each bead is the arise, O Lord, and let thy enemies be scattered, and let those that hate thee flee from before thy face. So it's really, it's an amazing chaplet that our Lord gave us. Vicki, you can't say that chaplet without being filled with the Holy Spirit. That's definitely what we're going to need here yeah. in Boston. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's si- so amazing. Sister Mary and Peter, too, she was a Carmelite, wasn't she? Yes, yes. So the Carmelites yes. have a great devotion to the Holy Face, yeah. and I was interested in when you came and oh, read, read the book and about uh, St. Teresa. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. And St. 
St. Therese was just so amazing, and she is so many people's patron saint. She is my patron saint, also the little flower. But I didn't realize that this was her devotion until I started doing the research after finding the Holy Relic. She had been my patron saint forever, but I didn't know that her full name that she took when she took the habit was Therese of the Child Jesus and of the Holy Face. Amen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she dedicated her life to this devotion as well. Yeah, yeah I read the book, and I think, uh, wasn't the mother provincial at her convent in Lesue? Didn't she live with Sister uh, Mary St. Peter? She's the one that adopted yes, the devotion, yeah, and so yeah. every Carmelite that came in to uh, yeah. the soup wow. karma was... Yeah, 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 she yeah. actually put St. Teresa's um, sister was at the same convent, um, and she was there when Therese was still a young girl before she became a nun, and her mother superior actually got her so in love with the Holy Face that when St. Therese became a nun, her sister, her blood sister, actually, she asked her mother's superior's permission to teach this devotion wholeheartedly to Therese so that this could become the building block, so to speak, for her life as a Carmelite. Wow. Yeah, because so often, too, we see the image of the Holy Face from the Shroud, which was an image that I think uh, St. Teresa's sister had uh, painted from the image from the face from the Shroud. And that's the one I was familiar with when, it, when we were talking right. about the Holy mm-hmm. Face. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It isn't. It's the yeah. uh, the actual veil, the Veronica veil, that's the, the real image. Right. We were just so blessed on the day of our Lord's Passion, that he gave us his holy face twice. He gave it to us once when he was alive on Veronica's veil, and then again after he died, he gave it to us on the shroud. So we're just, both are, of course, his holy face. And when you say holy face, either one can be your image of the holy face. Amazing. But we're just so blessed. Amazing, yeah. And I think it's important that everyone be wearing the image of the Holy Face, and on the back side is the Eucharist. It is very important, especially in Boston, to be wearing that Holy yeah. Face medal. So whether you have it on your chaplet beads, which a lot of us have and more need to get, or you get the medals. Do you have the medals on Etsy, too? And yes, the- I do. And on the back is the image of the Holy Eucharist? Yes. Yeah. Yes, the Radiant Eucharist is on the back. Our Lord revealed the Holy Face medal to Sister Mary Perina, and she chose the shroud image for that medal. It's amazing. Vicki, I don't know if you knew this or not. You probably do. Where our number one sacrament, of course, is the Holy Eucharist. The satanic's number one um, sacrament is abortion. Um, oh, my. So, 
uh-huh. just shows you how diametrically one is opposed to the other. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're winding down to the end of this segment, and I hope someone has a prayer or a final thought they'd like to share. Um, I think the uh, golden arrow prayer. One yeah, of those would be yeah, the golden. Yeah, you have that, Vicky. The golden arrow prayer. Yeah, should we say that again? Sure. Okay, just remember that our Lord recited this word for word to Sister Mary. So I think of that every time. Wow. Um, I pray that prayer throughout the day. I picture our Lord just reciting that to her, and it just makes this prayer. It just allows you to be one with our Lord. Vicki, before you pray that prayer, I, I'm feeling an inspiration. We're having a pro-life mass on Saturday at the Fatima Shrine for the unborn babies. And I'm, I'll run this by the rest of the board members, but I'm thinking maybe we'll see if we can't say that prayer before mass. Beautiful. Um, the Golden Arrow Prayer. Oh, that would prayer. be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That would be beautiful. That would probably remove the chapel of any demons that might be uh, <laughs> trying to cause a problem. Oh, we have the holy certain. face image exposed yeah. as well in the shrine. Yeah. So. For yeah, certain. we do. Yeah. yeah, in the chapel, our Fatima Shrine Chapel, we have a picture of uh, Divine Mercy and uh, St. Teresa Lasser's sister painting of the holy face. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. They kind of flanked the statue yeah. of Our Lady of Fatima. And our, with our Blessed Mother <laughs> of Fatima in the middle. So we can't wait till you get back here. Yes. And it's providential that we're doing this right yeah. with Lent, Ooh. right? This is a very tropical. Oh, perfect. It's a uh-huh. perfect timing, and it will get people to understand the power of the holy face of Jesus. Uh, the one miracle, I have to say quickly because we're running out of time, uh, this girl, Elaine, went to your talk at St. Mary's in Dedham, and she is suffering from an illness. And before she got there, her neighbor called her and told her that his son, 50 years old, had just passed out and was unconscious and in a coma. And so when she went up to see your holy face, she said, please, Jesus, please heal my neighbor's son. And at the exact time that she said that, because she knows when she said it, that young man, 50 years old, came out of it and is perfectly normal. So I would consider that a huge miracle. And you Mm -hmm. will see her back here again. Uh, She's a very courageous woman and very unselfish. Most people would be wanting the cure for themselves. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Can I tell you one miracle that happened here with the Holy Face from one of the people that had received an 8 by 10 from me. She sent me a little video off her phone that she just, it just, well, it moves you beyond words when I saw that video. Her Holy Face image that I had sent her, that I had touched to our Holy Relic, when she was venerating in front of the image, a real tear formed on our Lord's eyelid and came down. And she sent me the video. She caught it on her phone and sent it to me. Wow. 
Praise God. That's why you're so you know our Lord is present all the time. Amen. Amen. Well, that's all the Amen. time we have for now, Vicki. And we look forward to seeing you, and we pray for your success in yes. Chicago and wherever the Lord sends you. Amen? Amen. Amen. We'll have to have Amen. you back at the shrine. Yeah, looking yes. forward to it. Yeah. Yes. I'll be happy to come. I look forward to that. In the name of the Father, Father the, the Son, Son, the Holy Spirit. Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to another edition of WQPH's Local Matters. We hope you enjoyed the broadcast and hope you have a blessed week.